Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tiantian. Now, the insurance industry is in focus today. Chartered in Canada back in 1865, Sun Life is a financial services organization with over 118 advisors and offices in 27 markets. It has also been present in Asia since the 1890s. Now, the firm has a reputation for serving high net worth insurance markets, and it now sees strong. Growth potential and high net worth insurance business in Asia, particularly in Singapore, due to the country's reputation as a global wealth hub. But what does this mean in terms of investments put into its Singapore business? Also, what types of insurance products are in demand among Sun Life target customers, and what does it mean for the Singapore branch in terms of product offerings? Meanwhile, the firm collaborated with high net worth specialist brokers who work with private banks and family offices to sink its roots into the local. Local high net worth insurance market, but how effective is this as a customer acquisition strategy? Well, for more, let's speak to Michael Wei, Chief Partnership and Marketing Officer at Sun Life Singapore. Michael, welcome to the show. Hi, morning, Chen Chen. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure. Great to have you on board. And before we get started, Michael, I understand Sun Life is a leading financial services organization chartered in Canada.、Uh, you do have a reputation for serving in the insurance market, and particularly for high net worth individuals. So we want to hear from you.、Uh, how would you then define your value proposition and business model? So Sun Life is actually a conglomerate, right,、uh, for financial services, and we do have、uh, different、uh, business lines through asset management. Uh, as well as health benefits portfolio and insurance. So in Asia, we we have、uh, eight markets, and predominantly, I think Singapore is the the last and the most recent market that we invested in about three three and a half years ago. So I think、uh, coming to the Singapore picture,、um, the firm definitely see this as a growth story,、uh, particularly in Asia, and that's why we invested significantly in terms of building the business through in the last couple of years.、Uh, on that note,、um, we do have a integrated platform、uh, for high net worth. Uh, that serves the the Asian market as well as global markets.、Uh, predominantly, we started、uh, the high net worth、uh, business through our offshore business in Bermuda about twenty over years ago.、Uh, but through the years, we decided that you know, there was a lot of emphasis to be localized in certain markets, and that was a story that we、uh, continued to do in、uh, Hong Kong about eight nine years back. And then, of course, you know, Singapore was the most recent addition to the family about three and a half years ago.、Hmm. So let's take a look at your business model and, of course, your customer base. We talked about Sun Life serving high net worth clients in Singapore and in Asia, but、uh, are we talking about individual or group insurance? Are you working with corporates or are you working with individuals? Oh, largely we are working with individuals. Uh, for high net worth, ultra high net worth families, and through that we have a very wide distribution、uh, channel through specialist brokers that work in tandem with many of the、uh, private banks, as well as、uh, over the years we've seen a lot of clients、uh, bank with not just、uh, private banks but also with、uh, fam- setting up their own family offices and EAMs. So through that, I think we do have a very wide coverage across Singapore and Hong Kong in terms of、uh, availing the services and products. But at the same time,、uh, we do see that there is a growth opportunity in Singapore as well on the affluent market. And through the last twelve, fifteen months, we've actually signed up quite a fair bit of、uh, new distributors who are looking at a lot of affluent clients as well.、Mm. So you talked about affluent, also high net worth individuals working with them. I believe if you look at、uh, the conglomerate level, right,、uh, Sun Life has one point. 
1.33 trillion Canadian dollars in assets under management as of the end of last year. But particularly for the insurance business, right? What is the amount that each individual spend with Sun Life in terms of premiums, given that we are looking at the more affluent market? And how much do you insure up to then? Right, thanks. That's an excellent question. Uh, unfortunately, it's, it's not so straightforward because uh, every client has different needs. Uh, but for our product and services, right, we definitely have a spectrum of clients who are more affluent. Um, and this could mean putting uh, premiums on average between fifty, hundred thousand on on the lower tier of the spectrum. But even to the higher tier of the spectrum, we could see premiums uh, for policies go up to thirty, forty, fifty a million and in excess. Um, I think what's easier maybe to to get a gauge is the kind of level of coverage that we we cover, you know, for for such a, a specialist high net worth uh, clients. Um, at Sun Life, we can cover up to 190 million US, you know, depending on uh, various situations for a client, and but that, that is a very significant amount of coverage to underwrite for insurance company. Uh, behind that, you need a lot of specialist um, knowledge around uh, reinsurance as well as syndication between different reinsurers as well as the, the company itself. And one of the big, I think, reasons why we're comfortable with that is because we have that experience behind us, you know, doing that for the last two decades. At the same time, um, we are a double A rated company. And that gives us a lot of, I think, uh, of financial stability as well. And, and a lot of trust for clients to want to place the, the monies and assurance that in the event of something you know, happens, that we will stand by the, the contract as well and make that pay out to them and the families. And when we talk about insurance products, it's across the wide spectrum. I'm assuming health all the way to investment-related insurance, yeah? Well, yes, I think for the high and ultra high level side of the, the spectrum, you, you do have a lot of clients who look more from a coverage point of view because it looks the, the concerns that they have uh, is really about succession, wealth, as well as uh, taxation considerations. Um, a lot of the... Uh, I think product and services that, that we talked about in the older days, uh, I think originated from high value uh, universal life policies. Uh, but that has, I think, changed uh, the, in terms of the landscape from a product point of view and needs for clients over the last um, 10 years, I would say. Uh, we've also seen in the last five to 10 years, a very big uh, take up in terms of whole of life um, products, but with very high guarantees underneath because clients want to have insurance, right? That if anything happens like 20, 30, 50 years down the road, that there is that payout. And in the last two, three years, we've seen a bit of the change as well in the needs uh, that uh, index universal life uh, products were gaining a lot of traction because clients were getting more savvy. They wanted more transparency. And then the, uh, there was also the, the evolution of the product and pricing, which uh, availed them to um, purchase uh, these new index universal life products, giving high coverage at a much lesser premium. Mm. And let's take us through your current scale across different geographical markets. Uh, Michael, I believe Sun Life, as we mentioned, has uh, offices in 27 markets, eight of them in Asia, particularly within ASEAN and in China. So which is the most important geographical market for the firm? Well, I think all the markets are important for us, and that's the reason why I invested in all of them, um, especially I think Singapore in the sense that this is the most recent market we've been to. But having said that, uh, I do want to call out that I think we do have a very strong heritage across Asia. Uh, for example, um, in Philippines, uh, we are the number one insurer. So that, that has been built up over many years of, of uh, business as well as uh, engagement with the, with the uh, clients over there. Uh, Hong Kong, we, we uh, recently had a uh, bank assurance deal as well with Dasing Bank. So again, that's, that's an investment from the organization that we believe that Hong Kong remains a very, very strong growth, growth story for us. And we do see a lot of other partnerships in, uh, and, and joint ventures in uh, Malaysia uh, as well as uh, in India and China. 
So I, I think generally we, we see Asia as a very strong dominant uh, business and opportunity for us. And we continue to invest in this side of the market. Hmm. And let's very quickly take a look at your latest financial results. Sun Life reported better than expected quarterly profit for Q1 and June. Underlying earnings from the group insurance segment surged 51% and uh, individual insurance business up 23% as well. How would you assess the performance and to what extent is this contributed by Singapore? I have to say that, you know, at a group level, we are very diversified as an organization. And, and that's really due to our different pillars of business between wealth management, asset management, as well as uh, in the U.S. side, having that um uh, very strong health benefits portfolio. In Asia, it's very largely driven by um, the life insurance side. And having a, a more diversified business allow us, I think, to navigate, I think, a lot more strongly in choppy waters. And that, I think, is an edge for us, you know, as a, as a financial services company. Um, I would say that, you know, it's still early days for Singapore. But having said that, I think we see a very strong growth story. Um, and that's one of the big reasons why uh, in Singapore, we actually are very fully autonomized. We also uh, hire a lot of um, local talent in, to make sure that we build out the lo- local capacity. So unlike, I think, um, considerations where people may be concerned whether we are a rep office, we, we, although we are a branch out of Canada, uh, we do have full-fledged uh, um, services running out from pricing, development, underwriting, operations, and sales and distribution. So that, that, I think, is really also a confidence to a lot of our uh, clients and business partners that we're not just here to to take a look, right? We're, yes, we're really here and, and we intend to stay. Talking about your focus in Asia, what does this mean for your Singapore business in terms of the amount of investment that Sun Life is putting into its Singapore branch then? I think that it's it's really a combination of factors because Singapore is a very strong um a sense of influence uh, in Asia, particularly in Southeast Asia. And I think we've also seen a very strong influx of a high ultra high net worth families setting up businesses or family offices within uh, the region, particularly in Singapore. Over the last two years, we've seen, I think, from MAS results that uh, or reports that there's been more than a thousand over family offices being set up. So that, I think, is one pillar that drives very strong growth. Um, the other aspect is being a, a very strong regional HQ for, for many organizations to set up shop here as well. I think that it bodes a very strong story. And for us to be here, I think, uh, to be right smack in the middle or in the thick of things is really where we see the next uh, opportunity. So with that, I think with more clients coming in um, to set up uh, businesses as well as uh, as, their, as um, family offices, we also see that there's a need you know, to look at Singapore from a wealth center point of view and as an extension. So for us as an insurance company to offer various services to cater there and products, right? I think that that's really the, the, the right call for us. Mm. And let's very, very quickly talk about philanthropy because I think um, the high net worth individuals, as you mentioned, they are looking at insurance products with some form of philanthropic element. Tell us more about that. Well, I think that maybe um, just to clarify that, it's it's more that a lot of high net worth, ultra high net families um, tend to view philanthropy as a very normal extension of what they do, right? Given the wealth that they have, um, what what can they do to help more in terms of communities in need? Uh, however, I think from an insurance point of view, insurance has always been seen as a product with very uh, long-term consequences, right? You know, uh, from a coverage point of view, if anything happens, we receive a payout, but that could be 20, 30, 40 years down the road. And if we were to use an instrument like that to cons- to take care of um, needs, for example, philanthropic needs, it it's also trying to say that the communities in need or whoever we want the money to go to won't receive it actually until somewhere down the line, right? 20, 30 years. And what we thought about as an organization is what could we do 
to try to accelerate that giving story. What could we do as an organization to partake in that story? And, and through a lot of internal conversations, and it, it was really a strong partnership between the local office, the regional office, and in Canada to say, let's test and learn. Let's, let's be bold and, and to see what we could do to, to stretch the, our imaginations a little bit. And the combination of that is a partnership with the Singapore Community Chess, where we actually uh, have a certain percentage uh, of our insurance policy for the new uh, product that we just launched, uh, Sun Brilliance Index Universal Life, uh, to have the premiums to give, to give directly to um, uh, through uh, Community Chess so that there is uh, immediate um, uh, utilization uh, towards charity giving and whatever philanthropic initiatives uh, so that we can basically um, help out the communities in need. Hmm. And let's talk about your business strategy in Singapore, Michael. Very interesting here because Sun Life is collaborating with high net worth specialist brokers who work with private banks and family offices to kickstart your foray into the local high net worth insurance market. Tell us more about that. How effective has this been as a form of customer acquisition strategy over the past three years or so that you're in Singapore? Yes, so I think it is the right strategy as well as um, uh, the strategy that we, we decided to, I think, start out with in Singapore. Um, given that the product and services that we're trying to um, provide to clients is very niche, uh, we wanted to make sure that we also were working with the right partnerships you know, in, in the industry. And for the, for the banks, basically, when they talk to clients about wealth planning, it, it spans just investment. It talks also about how they were to uh, look at succession planning as well as, you know, look at consider, you know, tax considerations and cross-border as well as a lot of uh, high ultra high level families do have a lot of investments over the world. And I think that, that has really, really helped us really well to have a very targeted approach, um, ensuring that our service and conversations are always very, very, very high. Um, and, but over the last two years, we've also realized that there is a you know burgeoning growth in the affluent segment, which which basically is, leads to why we have uh, signed up some additional new partnerships over the last twelve months to target to more local clients as well as for the affluent segment. We definitely see a lot more opportunities to broaden our distribution channels, and uh, we we do uh, potentially have quite a few very exciting partnerships to announce over the course of the next two three months. Finally, before we let you go, Michael, I know you have mentioned some of those plans that uh, you will announce very soon, but uh, what can we expect for the rest of this year? Do you have any teasers, any inkling as to what that could be? Well, we just recently launched our Sun Brilliance Index Universal Life Plan, so I think a lot of key focus will be looking at that. Um, and our whole life plan has been in the market for about two two years now, so that's something that we're re- trying to relook into as well. Uh, on the other spectrum, you know, we've had quite a fair bit of uh, inquiries from a lot of clients, especially uh, Singapore clients. Uh, on the topic of whether we would uh, um, evaluate, you know, uh, product and services in Singapore dollars, because uh, currently a lot of the high network products tend to be in U.S. dollars, and that's again something that we're definitely uh, putting our eye on to to think about and to consider, you know, when whenever there's a gap in the market as well as uh, needs coming from from the clients. So I'd say that you know the next six to twelve months is going to be really exciting. We hope to roll out some new ideas, initiatives as well as product and services. All right, exciting days indeed. Thanks a lot, Michael. That was Michael Wei, Chief Partnership and Marketing Officer at Sun Life Singapore. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.